Welcome to episode 2 of Search for the Lost City of Darcina, a Dice Fiend's 5th edition adventure. Previously, our heroes had just left the floating city of Brokemast, and the mysterious assassin had his sights set on Isabel. Now in the sleepy town of Gate, what mysteries does the continent of Sard hold for the explorers? Professor disembarks. Is everyone alright? Did anyone take damage during that? I took a little. Alright, well, I was digging through my bag, and I, I brought a little wand of healing, so... Oh, lovely. That would be yeah, extremely see. helpful. Pokes you with it. Six hit points back. Uh, how many? Six. Thank you. You're welcome. Now there's unlimited charges per day, so I don't want to use it all at once. Of course. But just anyone let me know if you get hurt. Unrolling an uh, old yellowed map. He just holds it up in front of him. So... It looks like we are, yeah. Oh, give me that, and I'm gonna grab the map and I'm gonna look at it. Ah! You see, a map must be magically preserved because it's thousands of years old. It's showing the continent of Sard as it was during the height of the empires that dotted it. You see the human city of Odok where that big Farbox swamp now lies, covered in undead, has a hag in it, mm-hmm. bad stuff. Mm-hmm. And you see the city of Darcina marked clearly on the map down in the se- southern reaches of the continent. I Seems easy enough, let's go. Alright, well I guess I won't have to do exposition, that's good. So, pa- so Polly... How should we go about it? Because it looks like if we go down the river, we can go past that big lake in the middle of the continent, and then we can journey east. We can also go over the mountains, but I've heard bad things about them. When she comes, she'll be coming around the mountain when she comes. She'll be coming around the mountain. She'll be coming around the mountain. She'll be coming around the mountain. Oh, she comes. Oh, she comes. Um. Oh, yeah, sorry. I did not space it. Let's, uh, I definitely don't want to go through the mountains. Oh, boy. No, you do not. Mmm. Lake could be dangerous. Odak could be dangerous. Mm-hmm. I always wanted to meet that hag, but uh, um, you can make me, you can make me a history check, Willa and Isabel, to see if they understand my mutterings. Yes. Uh, that is an eighteen. Eighteen. All right. That'd be a ten. Ten. All right. Well. Willa, you certainly know that the fall of Sard happened when just a giant pillar fell out of the sky, crashed into the Dwarven King's mood. Everything just went from shit to there, so that's probably what's wrong with the mountains. There's a giant pillar with unknown monstrosities leaking out of it occasionally. But, Isabel, you know about the ruins of Odark from your reading? According to legend, the ruins 
where the hub of a portal network that stretched across sides. So if you were able to get to those gates and activate the one leading to Darcina, you could just eliminate a significant amount of your trip. But there are legends of a hag that has taken up residence since the fall of the Empire who will go after anyone who gets too close to her hut. Um, would you say that the Mercury Lake is a forest landscape? The Mercury Lake would be a foresty landscape. Okay. Um, am I looking at the map over Polly's sh shoulder right now? Everyone is. <laughs> As I'm looking over the map, I point out the ruins of, is it Odok? Odok, yes. Odok. It is. Um, I, I point out the ruins. Um, there is a way to get to the city from there if we can get past the dangers. Yeah, there's a hag there, though, and it's in a swamp, which I'm not a big fan of. Yes, but it could cut days, if not weeks, off our journey. What happens if we show up and the thing that you're talking about doesn't even work? That's true. I don't know why it wouldn't, but... Would I, would I know if it would be working or not? Likely, at least. Old magic items and artifacts were made to last. That's why so many of them are still around after centuries of dis abuse and neglect. If the energy source isn't present, you might need to find it, but in theory, as long as it's not broken, it should work. Well, if you don't want to go to Ap Odak and try to use the portals, which should be in working order, uh, that's kind of how magic works for my studies, but um, how do you propose we get there? We go around the lake, obviously. I mean, it's through the mountain water. Yeah. And what dangers await us there? You know, you got your standard issue beasts and like mountain goats and like I'm gonna roll a nature check. I have an advantage. And on a lot those. of fist fighting and a few bit of monsters that are just coming out of the mountain. You know, the usual. Good thing I have it's great party though. Well, so my nature check, Eric, if that's all right. Seventeen. Seventeen, and what are you wanting? Like, what creatures are in the mountains? Is there anything in particular that we should, that I should warn them of? Just in general, or? Um, well, because everyone, everyone knows that the wilds are dangerous, you know? You're going to encounter things that don't like that you're there, but what's the, like, one big baddie that everyone should be aware of? Like, in... New England, it's like, oh yeah, really extra look out for moose, because they're a lot meaner than you think. You tell them the signs of a grung camp, because they're about as tall as you, and they're mean asshole frog people. There's occasionally a zombie T-Rex. So... Some dinosaurs. There are also dinosaur races. So, you might run across those. Oh, well, you got your standard issue beasts and, like, mountain goats, and you know about the grung. 
and uh, of course you got some dinosaurs, and then, oh, you might actually meet Taffy. Taffy is cool. Uh, yeah. So, if I'm hearing you correctly, you would rather face din- dinosaurs. Um, dinosaurs, yeah. And giant f- frog people. Um, That's what those are? Yes, they're quite disgusting looking. Um, then a hag. Yeah. Pretty much. Why? Hit too close to home. Uh, Hate swamps. Hate swamps. Ugh, can't stand them. Well, goop gets um, in your shoes. Yes. The professor pipes up for a second. Well, if it would be a little bit of a detour, but with Isabel here, we shouldn't get too lost. But it looks like on this map, he points to the older map, there's a settlement in the mountains to the west, so we could... They must have had some kind of trail. So we could go that way and then go across the bottom. How far to the west is he referring to? A day's travel west of the... Mercury Lake. So we go down there, we go through the mountains there, follow whatever trail there might be. There might be an old town we can rest in. Who knows, maybe there are still survivors there. Imagine finding survivors from a catastrophe so long ago, untouched by the outside world. I seriously doubt, Professor, that there are any survivors. Well, not survivors, but descendants of survivors. Untouched by this eff- And what makes you think that they'll be happy to see us? Why wouldn't they be? I don't know if y'all know, but some people are inclusive or professional hermits. I mean they could be a group of hermits. Then they then they wouldn't wanna, you know, open their doors and throw us a teapot. How many hermits do you expect to you can get before they cease to be hermits. I don't know what the You'd words... You'd be surprised. <laughs> oh, you're Polly. I'm just, I'm just your guide and, like, wilderness survival expert and whatever, so, like, you guys can just choose a direction and I'll take you down it. I'll try to make sure you come out alive. At this point... Isabel has just kind of walked away and is writing in her notebook. Alright. Do y'all do anything in town or do you want to just head off into the woods? Jungle. It's the closest to civilization that's not some kind of cult on side. Well, where do you want to go? that's guaranteed to be a fistful of trouble, which I don't mind, but I'm worried about our professor here. I'd rather not. We have a village of questionable welcoming, and we has us a hag. 
I remember right. Hags mean spells, not, not the goodies and the fan and that. Of course, the village could be completely empty or it could be inhabited by monsters. I think no matter what, we're going to have to fight at some point, just so you know. I, okay, that's fair. One hag seems like the easiest thing to deal with rather than a group of villagers who may or may not want us there. It's definitely easier than the dinosaur. Alright, then it's... Gosh. Oh, Alright, then it's decided. Perhaps we might Let's want to, to rest Jack. beforehand. I don't know. I know. That's a good idea. What time? What time is it? It's getting on in the day. By the time y'all decide where to go, we might be able to gather some information from the village if we want to attempt it or camp out here. What do you suggest? Well, it's gonna be your last night in a bed, so. Not want to take advantage of it while you can. We're roughing it from here on out. There is a rough communal house in the village just because they get some hunters who come through here on occasion. You know, some people just wanting to kill animals and take their meats back to people who pay for it. Let's go get these beds then. Gotta make a living somehow. Alright. Alright. Yep. There, you come across a tabaxi. He's like, ah, I do not recognize all of you. Are you looking to buy some beds? Rent some beds. Rent some beds. I believe that's, that's the cool. plan. It'll be one copper each. I hand over my copper. All right, all right, all right. You will know your beds by whichever you fall asleep on. Wonderful system. Home sweet home. Is, is there a window? There's a hole in the wall that's been loosely defined as a window. Does it open? It's always open. It doesn't close, yeah. Balthazar sticks his head through. Balthazar looks adorable sticking his head through. Yay! Yay. And licks whoever passes or tries to. He manages to lick three people over the course of the night. Fantastic. And that's going to be my day. Alright. Do you, any, either one of y'all want to gather information? I wouldn't mind gathering some information. So roll me uh, either investigation or persuasion, whichever is best. Um, definitely persuasion. Um, that's an 18 plus 7, so 25. So yeah, you, you're talking to people. Are you sharing with them your plans to go to Odok? Um, I'm not sharing with those plans particularly. I'm just asking about the creatures and letting the conversation travel to the hag and the like. They tell you that there is a... Like, dinosaurs, as long as you learn to respect them... You can mostly stay out of their way. There are the flying snakes. Lovely. And where are those located? Oh, really? In most trees. 
and trees just all around. Oh, and um, are they poisonous? I've never been bitten one, so yeah. Fair. I try to stay out the jungle, but there's also a druid who likes to walk around as a dinosaur a lot of the time, named Tappy Toe Claws. Interesting. I've heard mention of Tappy. I'll have to make sure I watch out for her. She's an interesting person, but. And what about the, um, the swamp and the, uh, what is it, the hag? Oh, oh. I've heard heard and read many stories. Yes. Odok. Well, sit down, sit down, young lady. I have a story to tell you. I sit down and, and just listen in rapture. All right, let's see. Now, fuck. Those moments when the DM says, oh crap, what do I have to remember? <laughs> dun, 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 we're vamping for a place we will cut out, let's see. Legends say that this is Lady Old Hack. My mother told me. My mother told me, my mother told her, there were three hacks, for a coven, if you will, as it's commonly defined. They found their goddess of fate, Moira, and using their foul magic, they split her into three parts, and they each took a part. The hag is known as Clotho. It's said that she has she wields a sword that will make you forget, that will cut away your past. How how much of your past? Like all of it, or? That's a good question. <laughs> I. No one who faced her blade remembers what got cut away. Of course. That makes perfect sense. But legend says that you can slay each hag on their own. But in order to kill them, you would have to kill each one and reassemble the shears they took from Moira from their weapons and slay, slay each with those shears. Otherwise, they will come back. In a matter of weeks. So we have to slay her, take the shears, put them together, then slay her again? If you want, if you wanted to kill all them and restore the goddess of fate, but we've done good without her so far. Yes. Oh, speaking of bad things, Miss Alindy's kid just wandered off into the forest. They think he's been hag-touched, so he's probably going to Zordok. Hag-touched? What does that mean? The kid, he's been acting real strange lately. Acting like a different person altogether. He says that an old lady gave him a token and she took, she speaks to him every night through it. And no one thought to ask the child to see said token? It just looked like a piece of metal. We, they figured he was just lying to excuse his bad behavior. And nobody thought to go after him? 
Oh, I'm sure some people went after him. I don't know where they are now, but... How old is this child? Seven. Thank you. You've been most informative. I feel like that's said with a bit of condescension that's well earned, but okay. No, I just sound that way. It's my accent. I'm sorry. Um, British people. Rusty comes with working voice. in a tavern for, for most of my life. I think helping out, it's just kind of what occurs. Listen, I, I get that. Well, I will go and continue fishmonking. He wasn't fishmonking before, but... When I get back to them, I tell them about the child. But not necessarily about the legend yet. We're saving the kid? Yeah? Seems like a proper thing to do. Especially considering we're going there. Two birds, one stone. Yeah, why not? The professor is blissfully asleep at this point. What an odd character. Did anybody catch his name? Every time he says it, there's like a buzzing in my ear. I can't. It's very strange. Okay, so it's not just me then. Then again, that's pretty much been my life the last couple weeks. Perhaps we should turn in? You have a buzzing in your ears for the last couple of weeks. Sleep sounds like an odd idea. Are you you getting enough sleep? Is that why your ears have been buzzing? <laughs> um. Good night. <laughs> go to bed. Yeah, you, you know what? That's that's a good idea. We should sleep. Okay, let's, let's go to sleep. All right, y'all go to sleep. And I'm gonna use Balthazar's head as a pillow. I go to sleep, but there is loud dragon snoring. Are y'all t- are y'all taking watches? I feel like we should for our stuff in the professor. I don't trust this problem okay. necessarily. I don't expect anybody to, like, attack us. I just expect someone to, like, take our shit. Alright, so Maliki will take the first watch. And I'll take the last. Alright, I will guess I'll take the second one. The night passes uneventfully. Like, you notice someone, like, peeking into the room during your watch, Isabel. They see you're still awake, and they're like, Oh, hi. And then they just, like, walk away slowly. Do I recognize the person? You do not recognize the person. Alright, I'm going to try and write down anything that's descriptive of them that I would remember them if needed. They looked and sounded male. They were an orc. And they had a black ponytail. Okay. The night passes uneventfully, and the professor just wakes up. Oh! Are you ready for an adventure? Have we decided where to go? Looks like we're heading to Drak? Odak? Odak. That's the name. Odak. Odak. Oh, that is fantastic. Um, we might keep our eyes out for a small child. Did one go missing? Yes. They called him Hag-Touched. And no one thought to look for him. Well, seems the uh, right thing to do, I would think. This is a peculiar town. Mm. To say the least. Nah, it's just a small town. 
A little bit superstitious. A little bit scaredy scared. He says, hoisting his bag over his shoulders. Well, I say we go off and we find ourselves a hag and a child and a portal. Follow me. I'm going to climb on Balthazar. Midway through the first day to Odok, they'll take, What are y'all talking about as you travel? I tell them the story of the hags at some point. That's good to know. To pass the time. An interesting I, tale. Yeah, answer questions and stuff that people ask, but I'm not necessarily tour guiding unprompted. Do y'all have any reaction to the story about the hags, or you're just like, oh wow, that's interesting. That's a, that's a cute story, hun. Hmm. Found it intriguing. My sister would enjoy it. Got a lot of good elements, but I think we could just punch it to death. Sounds like a lot of... a lot of bullshit. Seems convenient that it's gotta be so complicated to kill him. Right? It's actually rather common in most of the fairy tales and the like, and most of those are based in some form of truth, I I assume. Most of the legends have it. If it's a magic creature, it must be killed in a specific form. Sure. Yeah. Doesn't say we can't actually kill it, and then it will just return. It'll be like killing a lich without destroying the phylactery. Now on your left, you can see more trees. Roll me a d6, yeah. Willa. Oh boy. Got you. Three. Okay, Polly. Let's see, actually, what's its stealth? What's its stealth? It's stealth. Even when I'm engaged in another activity while traveling, I remain alert to danger. Art, make me a perception check. I mean, everyone can make me perception checks if y'all are actively looking around. 19. I would think mine would be alertness as a guide, sort of like automatically turned on i would not be i would have my nose in my book and making sure that i took notes on the story of the hag and anything else of the fishing village that was interesting i'd probably be looking around just in case i need to punch something all right roll me a perception check willa 14 14 you're looking around polly you are the one who hear it you hear a low growling coming from the trees and you look over, you see what looks like a leopard, but then you realize, oh wait, I think I forgot to tell them something. As like several snakes also rear up attached to the leopard, you recognize it as a comedon. It is a feline predator that resembles a leopard with six snakes sprouting from its shoulders. Ah, shit. It rolls with you, and I'm going to have y'all roll me initiative. Oh. Ten. Twenty, uh, seventeen. Excuse me. Seventeen. Fifteen over here. Oh, shit. We got company. As the Comedon pounces, Isabel, you have the initiative. Alright, um, I've got a cat butt in my face. Um... <laughs> Please Thank keep you. That in there. Keep that in. Right. I like literally could not reach anything. She was trying to bat around my uh my dice. Um, I'm going to just um shoot out a ray of frost right at it to try and slow it down for a moment. Eleven. Eleven misses it. 
I'm a little startled and I... Ah! Oh! The snakes and the leopard hiss at you. I shove my book back into my belt and prepare to do something else in a moment. And then you go to Willa. Um, is it in a tree or is it on the ground? It jumped down from the tree and it's running towards y'all as we speak. I do like a whole like fist meets hand like loud impact and then I charge it. I'm gonna I'm gonna do some punch. What? Yes. Do some punch. Fifteen. Does that hit for the first attack? That does hit. Uh, sixteen for the second. That hits too. Nine. All and right. Five. All right. That's not bad at all. It's it's turn. The snake heads rear up, and the head roars, but it breathes out a mist in a thirty foot cone. I'm going to need all y'all to make me a constitution saving throw. Um, Polly got a 19, and Balfi got a 17. Alright, y'all are fine. Isabella got a 7. She's still a little flustered. She wasn't expecting this. I rolled a two. Okay, well, guess what? It's gonna be Balthazar's turn soon. Balthazar, save us. You hear... You all hear the professor yawning. Oh! Oh! It's... And he just falls over and goes to sleep. Both Isabel and Willa look back before you... Start to feel your limbs go heavy. Um, real quickly, is this magic? Um, no, it is a gas. Oh, alright. Yeah. Start to feel your limbs grow heavy, your eyes grow heavy, as you both fall asleep on the ground. Polly, you can hear them snoring. What do you want to do? (laughs) I'm going to run out to meet it, and I will... Throw a net onto it. Alright. Roll to net. Well, that's a ten to hit. A ten does not hit. One of the snakes in this picture looks very smug. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still learning how to play at Ranger, y'all. I imagine that snake is looking at Polly. I think she... we're all still we're all still learning to play these characters. There's so much time just gonna be cut out of us going, What crap, what can I do? Yeah, no, I'm like a monk, so I have advantage on initiative rolls. Ugh. I don't know I have advantage on initiative rolls. So, next up is Balfi. And what he's going to do is he's going to also run up to the thingy and attack it with his claws. Alright. Will hit. 14. 14 will hit. Uh, 8 damage. Alright. Then it goes to... Oh, I, I think I skipped Polly the first time. It's your turn again. But Polly's asleep with me. Uh, Polly's awake. I'm how... still asleep with you. Do we save against the sleep or anything like that? No, you are unconscious for 
10 minutes, it ends if it takes damage or someone uses an action to wake it. So this time I'm going to do Hunter's Mark. Alright. First level. Which gives me a d6. And I'm going to hit it with my whip. Um, is 16 to hit. That hits. 13 damage. Okay, you're messing it up quite a bit. It'll swipe at you with its claw. That's an actual 20. Ooh. Yep. That's only six points of damage, and then a snake will go after Balthazar. That's uh, 21 to hit. Mm-hmm. What are Balthazar's hit points like? Uh, do you want to know how many he has? 22. Okay. Make me a constitution saving throw for him. Uh, 13 is his con save. Okay, so he takes half damage. Okay, so that's 5 regular damage. Oh wow, that's low roll. 10, 12, 16, and 8 poison damage. Okay, so it goes to Balthazar. Balthazar is going to snuffle against um, Willa. Willa, you are having a decent sleep when, like, just a big giant badger snoot is, like, snuffling against you providing licks waking you up. That was not the kisses I was dreaming of. But Willa, it is your turn. The professor and Isabel are still asleep. I take out my decanter, decanter of iced tea and I, uh, I go have a little sip and I shoot out a small little stream of iced tea and I Isabel to wake her up <laughs> and then I punch. Imagine like once in your once in your past like you've been like waking up by someone throwing water on you. This is much more unpleasant. Oh I, I have a kid sister, of course I have. Um I'm going okay. Is it my turn? When is it my turn? Yeah, roll, roll a hit, and then will be, then you can take your turn for this round. With advantage, because I'm prone technically. Right now. I mean, I'm not rolling to hit her. There's no, yeah, no. You can roll to hit the monster. Got you. Oh, got it. This is how the party ends. Just kill each other. <laughs> I will have the treasure for myself. To be, to be brutally honest, it's completely possible. That was a. Uh... Uh, that was a 17 to hit, but 4 damage. And then pass my turn. Isabel, it is your turn. Alright, um... Uh, sputtering awake and looking at my hand, now drenched as I wiped it off my face of, with iced tea. You're gonna gives me sticky. an idea. And I'm going to... She didn't say it was sweet tea. Um, I'm going to cast uh, Sinlock's Snowball Swarm. I'm going to cast it at third la- level, and what that means is that it is a um, five-foot radius sphere centered on the point of the creature, and um, it must make a dexterity saving throw against a 15. It just manages. Okay, then it takes half damage right. of three d6 damage. Or no, four d6, because four d- it's at the at third level. So that's, ooh, six, seven, eight. Um, that's 18 damage. So that'll be nine. 18 damage total, so nine. Yes, 
nine haft. It's looking worse for wear. And then I'm going to, real fast before, I'm going to use my bonus action, because I can and it's super cool. I'm going to use my bonus action to um, use tempestuous magic and instead of even standing up, I'm just going to allow it to lift me up in the air 10 feet. So I'm literally floating 10 feet up in the air as I cast uh, the snowballs. The panther and like five, the six snakeheads are looking up at you in a horrified manner. The sixth one still looks smug as hell, but maybe that's just what the snakehead looks like. Um, real quick with that. Sorry, I just realized this. Um, I was reading the spell, so I was like, oh, that's nifty. Apparently I can move. I think I can move with that without taking an opportunity attack. Oh, that's good. Uh, let's see. As a bonus action, you can cause gusts of air to surround you before or after you cast a spell of first level or higher that allows you to fly up to 15 feet without provoking opportunity attacks. Or no, not 15, 10, excuse me. Okay, it's just up. It's not away. We're good. Never mind. But yes, 10 feet up in the air. Right, and now you're floating. Snowballs came down. How good. Alright. And then... Like snowballs. Big snowballs. Very harmful. Polly, it's your turn. I'm going to whip it, whip it good. You know you should. How's a 19 do? (laughs) A 19 hits it. And that's going to be 12. And my Balthazar is going to use his reaction upon seeing me attack this thing to bite it. Um, and that's 8. 14. Alright. And Balthazar does uh, 5 damage. Cool. Cool. It's its turn. The snake, smug snake is no longer looking smug. It in fact tries to run away. It bolts from your threatened attack. Threatened range, Willa. Okay. Schmacker, schmacker. Woo, dirty 20. Dirty 20, that definitely hits. Take that for seven damage. Okay. This is the first time I'm saying this campaign. Willa, finish him. Yes! Alright, how are we gonna do this? I have, a, I have a suggestion if you want me to he, want to hear it. Sure. It's running away. You grab it by the tail. <laughs> you hear a dog from it. Pull it back and just smack, smack it in the head real hard. I like it. I'm going with it. All right. So, the Kamadon lies dead at the feet of your party. The preface is still sleeping. And Alexi, still sleeping too. Eventually, I'll wake them up, I'm assuming. Oh, yeah. Now that we're done with this, I, I will make the rounds. And I'm apologizing profusely to Isabel for the way I woke her up. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I was taught better than that, but it was kind of a present situation. I'm sorry about that. It has a form of damage. I'm going to make a medicine check. To try to oh. give myself some hit points back. Alright. And Balthazar as well. So I got um, 
a 25 for myself and a 19 for Balthazar. Okay. So for yourself, you're able to you're able to do five hit points, and for Balthazar, you're able to do two hit points with just bandaging and me- basic medical checks. And do y'all press on? Um, I would like to look over the creature and see if there's anything that can be gathered from it. You could always take its pelt if you wish, or its fangs, or there might be venom sacks in the snake heads. Would you very, anyone like any parts of this creature? Uh, perhaps one of you who could use some poison or venom or, I don't know, a hide? It's not exactly my area. Can't hurt to have extra venom. You look so good stuffed on a wall. Such a sad day. Do you want to take it with you, Willa? I'm not carrying all that extra weight. It's a shame, but I ain't got anywhere to put you. Alright, so y'all can make a survival check if you want to extract the venom. I'll go. Here, I'll do it. 22. Alright, you are able to extract the venom safely. You continue on, you stop for the night at some point, setting watches, the night passes uneventfully. In the morning, you go further towards Odok, and as you're walking along that ro- the road that day, maybe getting towards the evening, you see a solitary figure walking down the road. It looks, you would say it looks like the, a knight, but the armor is old pitted pitted with rust and it looks to be shambling as it gets closer you see it has a gaunt skeletal face with two pinpoints of blue light behind it where its eyes should be it's walking towards you as you speak what do you like to do i'm going to stay on my guard I'm going to cast Mage Armor on myself, and then I'm going to prepare to cast a spell if needed. Alright. And stay a little further back. I'll allow the uh, more melee-centered people to go ahead. Mm-hmm. Do I recognize any aspect of it? From what it looks like, it looks like a revenant, but if you want to know something more about it, you can make me a history check if you wish. I got a 13. 11. History? Uh, 14. Uh, 13. Let's see. Let's roll from the let's see. Balthazar does not know much either. Balthazar does not have history? <laughs> Balthazar he knows. He just can't. And he has a minus 4. Alright, so my leg is he whispers to y'all it looks he leans in it looks like he's from odak do you see that crest on his armor points to just like what little the breath dreams. it stops in front of you and in a hoarse whisper like it's trying to force air through its throat what business do you have in the ruins! Uh, we are here to, to stop the hag. the hag. 
for that. Clotho, you seek to end our reign. Yes. I was sent here to stop travelers from wandering to their doom. By being our doom? No, that would defeat the purpose oh. if I was your doom. Did you perhaps come across a young child? Highs or lows? Highs. I did, but he ran away from me. Oh, you are a bit startling. Listen, it comes with the territory. It's fair. Which way did he go? He points further down the road. I cannot abandon this road. I start to move further down the road. Okay, bye then. <laughs> I was gonna say something, but it looks like you guys are just walking along. Well, well if you can you stay on the road, say? so are we. Why can you not walk with us? Listen, that's a fair point. <laughs> I'm not thinking this through. I was just trying to be mysterious. That's All right, come be on, a let's habit go. of the people around this area. Doesn't the, seem to work very well for them. The Clotho must be slain by the shears of fate in order to stay dead. Yeah, well, we're here for something else, buddy, so we're just, gonna, we're just gonna get on with it. Okay. <laughs> Isabel ruining her mystery. Po- Polly just ignoring the mysteries. Like, <laughs> oh my god, what happened here? None of our problem. Not my monkey, not my circus. Let's go, people. I got very little time left on this world. I have to spend it wisely. <laughs> Beware of the mushrooms inhabiting corpses. I was half expecting you to say beware the broom. I do not get that pop culture reference. (laughs) Could you explain it further? Nah, I think we're good here. Let's get going. Very well, I will stand here then. Yep, you you guard it from, you know, others. Bye. Well, he was rather sweet. Yeah, you know, in a in an undead kind of way. Well, I mean, looked like he could have been a lot meaner. Setting off towards Zodok, will the explorers ever see Darcina, or will they just be another sad tale lost in the swamp? Find out next time on Search for the Lost City of Darcina, a Dice Fiend's 5th edition adventure. The explorers are Amanda, Kiara, Dallas, and Adam. DMing and producing is done by Eric. Track listings and the relevant links for the music we use in this episode are down in the show notes. Our logo was done by Ray Calidus. You can find her on Twitter at 
Keyligraphy Inc. or at keyligraphyinc.com. Do you dream of one day opening your dice bag over the table, letting them pour out, and proudly declaring that to be how much you got? Help make that dream come true by going to DiceEnvy.com. Dice Envy has a wonderful selection of affordable dice, and for a little more of that wonderful randomness in your life, grab some mystery dice. Dice Envy chooses which dice to send you, and you save. It's a win-win. Use the link down in the show notes to let them know we sent you. Did you like the show? Tell a friend about us, or leave us a rating and review over on your podcatcher of choice to help more people listen to us and get hooked on all our shitlordery. Before I go, I just wanted to thank everyone who's listened to us over the past year. We've had a good 2019, time for a great 2020. And until next time, remember, are you really swinging for non-lethal damage if you aren't yelling, NON-LETHAL, over and over again? Goodbye.